Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports and it's Friday and it's Fan Friday and we love it. What's up, Ray? Doc, what's up, man? Fan Friday, 4th of July. It's <laughs> fireworks everywhere, barbecues everywhere. Yes, sir. Fan <laughs> barbecues, fireworks. This is going to be a good weekend. I'm telling you, it's going to be a good weekend. Hey, let's good. start off with some questions. We got some okay. questions. There are some serious, there are people who are seriously missing football right now. And uh, a couple questions we got were this. One one question was this. We got a question from Steve uh, Buzaj. I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know how to pronounce your name last name. Steve, don't mess with that man last name. Don't mess with that last name. Just say Steve B. Steve B. Steve B. Listen, Steve B. asks. He wants to know Ray. He says Ray, were the rivalries between you and the Steelers real? What I mean by that is, did you really get more pumped up for those games? Were they real? Yeah, yeah, it was real. They hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, let me tell you something, man. It wasn't no, this ain't Hollywood. This ain't no acting. Ain't no, <laughs> ain't no director talking about cut and action. We need more makeup and more sweat. <laughs> no. No, you know what, man? I uh, A lot of people ask me that question about that rivalry. And you know what? It, I, I, I truly can tell you what it was, was there were so many, like, great, like, warriors on both sides of the field. You know, like, from Pittsburgh's side, man, then our side. We just and, – and everybody had these, like, like certain – type of skills and 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 the other side knew it like we knew each other very very well so it, it wasn't like it was a trick you know like oh we're gonna trick them into this we're gonna no 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 it was simple we play in pittsburgh this week buckle up take two chin straps one of them ain't gonna make it and <laughs> and, and, and and this is how we're gonna get it down and and, <clears throat> and i'm telling you like it was so much it was a love hate, but I would I would say it was more of a, of a respect mm. hate. Yeah, you know, a lot of people say love hate. I don't know if if we had love for each other like that, <laughs> but I but say we had respect for each other. Right. You know, and that's why when those games were so classic and priceless because. Man, I, I used to look across the field, and whoever it was on the other side of the field defensively, I was like, look, if they make a play, damn it, I'm making a play. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And and that's, and, that's kind of, and that's what the approach was. But like I said, you know, it was one of the it was one of the greatest, like, rivalries I've ever been a part of. Like, the only other real rivalry that I had like that was, like, you know, uh, Tennessee and Steve McNair and Eddie George and, oh, my goodness – 
And, you know, you got to think about when all of us was in the same division. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's a black division. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, yeah. hear about all of these teams who every year, you know, winning their division, winning their division, you know, like take like New England, right? There ain't nobody in New England division. Right, right, gonna, right. Gonna, right. But in our division, you had to get out your division. Like you had to, <laughs> and you had to get out healthy. Like you had to try to get out healthy. So I'm, I'm telling you, like me and Ben, um, one of the greatest respects we had for each other because of how intense the rivalries became is um, every game, he would walk to the 50 yard line. I would walk to the 50 yard line. I would put my hand over my heart. He put his hand over his heart, and we both would bow to each other. Mm-hmm. And from there, let the let, let the games begin, man. So, look, when I tell you real, Steve, it, it it was real because I tell you every man to this day. You know something I might do, Doc. Now that you said that, I may create some type of sit down with with those teams, and and. And we describe and watch film together on what we was feeling when that those games was going on. That would that be, be amazing. Cool. That would be amazing. It really, really right. would be. That'd be phenomenal. I remember you telling me before, just in our personal conversations about um, Ben and about his backyard style of football and the way he would kind of get out of the pocket and go back into backyard football. And uh, you love that level of competition. Um, but I know that you also said it was a challenge for sure. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit about that, like that, because that's that. but from the standpoint that, you know, it's like, you know, the coaches called a call, call to play. But me and him, I think what we knew about each other was, look, it's never going to go the way the play was drawn up to go. It's on both sides. And so that's what I think made those rivalries so classic is because, you know, people had to, you had to improvise, man. Like, like, look, play broke down. You got to do something, you know? And then, and, and so what made him so like, like unpredictable is you just never know the risk that he would take, Mm. you know? And, and, and that's what made him listen. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of quarterbacks, you know, Everybody noticed that I don't really like. Right? <laughs> but, but pretty sure we're on the he, same page on that one. <laughs> but he's one of the ones that I can tell you not only liked but I respect, man. In a way that let me tell you why he don't complain, Doc. Yeah, he ain't going to the ref screaming for no call. He ain't, you know, like he is saying, "Look, beat me." Yeah. Beat me, you know what I'm saying, and that's and that's all you can ask for, you know. When you know, look, I, I I used to always say this, right? Quarterbacks and people, offenses who used to get away with these personal files and files after the call and all that. I'd be like, look, you can, it, it, okay, it's cute, right? Because on this on the thing, it shows that you won, but it don't show the flag and all that. But we know this in manhood, you got to go sleep in your bed and you got to ask yourself a question. I can't beat him in the schoolyard. Yep. And and that's what Ben was. Ben was a schoolyard player, and and that's why if you watch him playing now and all the weapons they keep adding around him, 
you know, he, he he's a compliment to that because now all he has to do is get it in their hands. And, and, and I think he loves it. He loves it. Like you can tell he loves the game, but more importantly, he loves competition. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, to, for, for, as a fan, from a fan perspective, watching you guys battle, I think that would be a dream to have you guys sit down as a team and you get a group together and talk about that and kind of watch those plays and, 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 and relive it because from a fan's perspective, absolutely do you get more pumped up for those games. So, Steve, I'm, I, I know you're not alone. We all kind of got pumped up for these games. And to hear it from you, Ray, that that, that really was what was happening, that's phenomenal. Yeah, man, it was. It, it was. But, you know, even when I talk about putting putting all of us in the same room, I mean, it's going to have to be a glass door in between us. <laughs> They're still gonna. <laughs> they're gonna have some refs in the middle of the room. <laughs> Somebody gonna say they still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll be the one that's in the ref suit. That'll test my counseling skills right there. Can I handle that conflict? Uh, we. I'm not gonna put you in that conflict because you my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I get to see me get my head ripped off because I'm from Pittsburgh and I love you. And that's just crazy. I'm like, oh no, I really love Ray Lewis. They're like, what? You're from Pittsburgh. I'm like, I know, but you don't know Ray Lewis. I know Ray Lewis. <laughs> you, ever seen, you, you, you ever seen the? You ever seen the movie Old School? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my boy Blue. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna do you like that because you my boy. You my boy, dog. <laughs> All right, I'll just be watching oh, that one. Hey, it's Fan Friday. We love your questions. We appreciate you as a fan. Um, uh, right in, uh, Steve, so we appreciate that. And uh, stick with us. We're gonna be right back after this. Hey, if you have questions for us, you can call us at 646-762-4432. That's 646-762-4432. And leave us a message. We'd love to play your message on the show. All right, we're back. It's Fan Friday. We are uh, approaching a uh, holiday weekend, July 4th. And, Ray, you talked about what was going to happen and ended up happening, I know, last night for you taking a bunch of young people up to the sunsets. I would love to hear how that went. Oh, oh man, Doc. I, I, oh, man. You know, I think I, I, I should share um, sometimes the raw emotions um, that we go through, right? Because I know, you know, a lot of people listen to a lot of people podcasts and whatever reason you listen to it. And sometimes you think that those people are invincible to feelings mm. or problems or stress or worries. And and I only say that to say that me and Kevin Plank, Todd and my security, Larry, um, we were all sitting up there on Sagamore one day and we was having a cigar. We always have these brainstorming sessions, right? On how do we make the world better? How do we make Unarmor better? How do we keep going? And And... Kev took me out to the turf and he was like, you like the turf? You like what it feels like? Um, I wanted to really expand this for us and, and get this. And as he was saying that, you know, we having this cigar and I'm starting to realize I'm looking at this sunset starts to drop, Doc. And I'm like, Kev, I looked at him. I said, Kev, what are we doing? Mm. He was like, what do you mean? I said, Kev, there's no way that we can be the only ones to see this sunset. Mm. He was like, what do you mean? I said, Kev, look, I'm going to start something. He was like, what you going to start? I said, look. But I looked at Larry. 
he's uh, I, I, he's a cop. And I said, you guys work with a bunch of inner city kids, right? And most of them never see this side of life. You got to think, Doc. I said it's out of life, but it's a it's a 20 minute drive mm. that they will never see in a lifetime. Mm. Right. And and I said, I need 50 to 75 kids to see this. I need them to come see this. I don't need them to go home on their everyday routine, knowing they're leaving school. A lot of them going home. They don't have room. They, they don't have food on their tables. They don't have glass windows. They don't have doors. They don't have a life. They're going back to running around in, 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 in drug infested neighborhoods. And, and, and so let's give them something different. And I said, you know, it was one thing I remember when I really started to sit down with Jim Brown's and Muhammad Ali's and all of these guys, what I started to realize was they became human to the average person. Mm. They weren't they weren't necessarily the superstar. They became the human. What does that mean? Jim started inviting these gang members to his house. Mm. He was sitting them down. He was sitting crips and bloods on each side of each other, saying, "Today is be will be a truce because of the respect you must have for my house." Mm. And so I said to myself, "I said, you know what, Kev, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start bringing these kids up here. I'm gonna bring them from the inner city, and I want them to see something different. And I want them to know that guess what, you can live together. You don't have to." fight each other all the time and kill each other all the time for drugs and stuff. And so that's how the whole, that's why, the, that's how the entire thing started. Wow. With vision came from, and I said, and Kev was like, okay, look, Todd, make the call. He, we, uh, we made the call in less than, I mean, less than 10 minutes and we got the whole our number team started working on it. I called them, I gave them my ultimate vision on what I needed to it, it to be um, and we're going to keep tweaking it. But I can tell you this, I, I walked up on these kids and they didn't know I was coming because they was just like, you know, they was bust down. They went through the farm. And I mean, you had to hear the kids like I've never seen a horse before. Mm. Like I've never been that close to a horse. And then and then three of the little kids. Right. I'm walking up and they just sitting there and three of the little kids say, man, if I could if I had a chance to play on grass that was this good. Man, I'd be real good. Mm. And I'm saying to myself, Doc, like the simple things that we take for granted in life, these kids, most of our kids will never see. Yes. Right? And 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 this little girl, I posted it on on on, uh, on Instagram and stuff. This little girl, she stole my heart. And one of the reasons she stole my heart, Doc, because honestly, these young girls these kids weren't out there twerking and we wouldn't explore these kids to see, you know, how nasty they can be. No, she, she's like, Mr. Ray, can you, would you watch me do my cartwheel? Oh. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, yes, baby. I would love to see you do a cartwheel because that's what life is. And I, and every time she would do a cartwheel, she would do it. And I would clap and she would just run and jump in my arms mm. and her, and, and, and her brother, uh, his 13th, uh, birthday was that day. And to, to see the impact of watching these kids' eyes, to realize that, that they're removed from that pain for a few hours, mm. right? That you give them a vision. And I and, and I gave a speech at the end of it. Um, I'll post it a little later. 
But I gave a, a speech at the end of it, Doc, because I can relate to those kids, right? Mm-hmm. I grew up in the projects. I grew up in drug-infested neighborhoods. I grew up to where you didn't have a meal every night, you know? And so I knew what they were going back to. So all I wanted to do is when I brought them out to have these games and watch these sunsets, I had food out there for them, barbecue. Um, and, and they, oh, my gosh, Doc, and I had ices and things out there for them. And you had to see kids just being kids. Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. me say this. The re- and I take a lot of heat in Pittsburgh. I'm going to tie this all in together. I take a lot of heat in Pittsburgh for loving you as much as I do. But the picture you posted with that little girl, she is a, just a pure angel. So if you haven't seen this picture yet on Instagram, she is a pure angel. I mean, absolutely beautiful. But what you just said right there is the whole, this is the, this is the whole core of what we do and why we're connected the way we're connected. You talked about, I wanted to remove them from the pain. I wanted to give them a vision. This is what we're all about. I mean, there's so much pain out there. There are so many people struggling in so many ways that far surpass sports. And to be able to bring young people, children, the innocence of children, and have them have that vision, to be able to see that is a blessing that is beyond a blessing. So I am just like, honestly, I had chills as you start talking about what you did to be able to use what you have and what you are to be able to bring that to children and give that to them. My goodness that's that that sounds amazing doc let me let me i want to share something with everybody man because i want everybody to kind of understand this right when i started to watch those kids and at the end um um they are they're right off of park heights um they're called the saints and this 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 father of them this coach he when i say does one heck of a job with those kids i mean he's reciting scripture and everybody's coming right after him knowing his next words and that oh my gosh and you gotta see it he has a, a great documentary that he has online as well um i post that sometimes too but i think one of the things that that really captured me and captured my heart was we asked what the coach said look I don't want nobody else to speak from one of the coaches to speak. I want y'all kids to speak to tell them how grateful and thank you, to thankful you guys are for this opportunity. And one of the girls spoke, <clears throat> and I'm gonna post this later too. One of the girls spoke, and she said, first of all, I just want to thank everybody who put this together because I never told them I put it together, Doc. I didn't mm-hmm. want them to know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want them to know that. I just wanted them to know that somebody was thinking about them. That's and it necessarily awesome. and it didn't necessarily have to be me, but I just wanted it. To, I just wanted them to come out there. I didn't like I, they didn't show up and just see me sitting on the curve like, hey, I did this for you guys. Like, nah, like I was like, have a bus, pick them up, bring them down, show them something different and let them live and let them not know what the heck is going on. Wow. So when they got there, they didn't know who did it, why they did it or anything. And one of the girls <clears throat> at the end, young lady, oh, my gosh, she says, she says, I just want to thank everybody. And because, like, we're not all bad kids. Like, because we all grew up in the same neighborhood, like, because we all live in the same neighborhoods, like, we're not bad. Like, like we want to do right things, and we want to make, and we want to make our, our families proud. Mm-hmm. And and man, oh my gosh, man, and I almost lost it, man, because I'm looking at her, and then she says, and I know we going, we all going back to bad neighborhoods and killings and stuff and doc i'm listening to it Mm. and i'm like okay lord and i I looked up and i was like how 
<clears throat> what else can I do? Like, what else can I do? Like, how can I save them from this pain? And <clears throat> and then Kevin, uh, Kevin Plank walks up and he starts to get the, the end, the end of it. And as I'm speaking and he looked at me and he said, what else can we do? I said, Kev, this this is what we can do. We can't save everybody, but we can grab enough of them to give them something different to see. And so we went into this whole thing about how do we make this world better. But 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 more importantly, Doc, I, I want to make sure I hit this point because I didn't want to miss this. And that is listening to her, watching these kids. And I said this other day when I posted this video, Doc, we as leaders, as role models, as adults, young adults, rich adults, whatever you want to call yourself. We owe our kids a better future. We owe it to them. We are showing that we are letting our kids see things that's absolutely embarrassing. Mm. And we as a country have failed our country. Mm. You ask yourself this question. You worry about who in the hell the next president is and what the hell he's doing. Better yet, ask yourself, what the hell are you doing? Because we're not making a difference, Doc. We got all of these silly behind shows on the damn TVs, and you got these grown-ups acting like kids, mm. and kids watching grown-ups acting like kids. Yep. So why wouldn't they act like kids? Yep. And 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 Doc, and, and I'm telling you, like I'm screaming, I'm screaming to the top of the food chain. And I told Kev this the other day. I said, Kev, we need to get enough of powerful people in one room and we need to reverse the curse that we have put on our kids we opened up social media I I said you need to call Mark Zuckerberg you need to call uh, Apple you need to call you need to call you need to call all of these people who's given all of this access to our kids but but they give it to them with no restrictions yeah and that's bull that's bull because our parents and everybody listening on this if your parents really cared for you your parent kept your parents kept you away from rated R movies mm. your parents kept you away from violent games your parents kept you away from violent people your parents kept you away from those things and nowadays doc we, it's like we don't care anymore right. we're raising our kids we're letting them see everything we're we but to, to, to shut them up now we're putting iPhones and iPads in their hands instead of sitting down to have a conversation with them the hell with iPhones and iPads. If you want to change and do something for your kid, sit down and have a conversation with them and teach them something about life and morals. Because <laughs> listen, that's where we confuse. Listen, that. I get, I get, just a memory just shot back to me, and I'm going to share it and, and, and just expose this. I was in seventh grade, and I was listening to Slick Rick, and the song was called "Treat Him Like a Prostitute," and I was blasting this song in my room, and I will never forget. My mom barged in my room. She stopped the cassette. She pulled the cassette out and she walked right into the garbage and fired it in the garbage and then yelled at me. And I will never forget that. Like she was like, this is unacceptable. And I love it because, you know, my mom has guided me so much, but this is not acceptable. You will not, you will not do that. And that is exactly what you're saying. It is exactly what children need. Look, I love, there's a couple things I have to hit on. One is when that little girl told you, we're not all bad. 
bad kids. That is absolutely my heart, soul, and passion. These kids are not bad kids. They are, they are, they are being brought up in times and in places and environments that are letting them see anything. And so it's interesting because just recently, Pennsylvania just passed what's called the First Chance Act, which was led, by the way, by our good friend, Secretary John Wetzel, which is about giving children whose parents are incarcerated a first chance. Not a second chance, but a first chance. Because they they are owed a first chance. They are owed a chance at life. And so this is unbelievable. And and I just want to say this other statement, Ray, because the statement that you said earlier is what I think I've made my career out of doing, which is removing people from the pain, even if it's only for an instant. That's why I love what you just said. Don't forget, don't think about what the president, what presidents and people in politics are doing. What are you doing? Because if you can, in your in your presence, help people be removed from their pain, even for an instant, that's what the human connection is all about. That's what this is really all about. I mean, removing people from their pain. I've dedicated my life. I've dedicated my life. I've dedicated my mission to life. To not only trying to reintroduce people to who God really is. Because God is not a religion. He's no white or black. He is the reason that we all live. And the one thing that I've learned from him. And the one thing that we've removed from our country. We have took all aspects of love out of humanity. Mm. We do not love anymore. We don't even know how to love no more, Doc. Doc, we got apps that connect you to people that's in your same neighborhood. If you got the same area code, there's no love to that, Doc. There's no human connection to that, Doc. We are telling our kids that it's okay to be a certain way before we tell them and teach them what a man walks like and what a woman acts like. Mm. You got to think of the role models that we're starting to show them. Half of the successful men and women are are, are half nude before they walk halfway on stage. Mm. But you ask to be respected. Mm. Mm. Oh, Doc. Doc. Doc, I'm telling you, man, I will scream it. And I don't care if you hate me, like me. It don't matter. I'm telling you, we we are doing our kids a disjust. We are not doing them justice, man. No. No, no, Doc. No, no, man. Like I'm, I'm, you know. And I was sitting with a friend last night, and I showed her something last night that I think shocked the hell out of her. And it was all of these kids, and they had this thing online, and they had this whole thing about why all these kids wrote about this, why they don't have a chance in today's time because grown-ups won't teach them how to be grown-ups mm. oh doc man i mean it was deep mm. and i'm sitting there saying do you know the kids live everything they, they live everything they learn everything that they live yes do you 100%. know that they soak everything up like sponges yes everything. do you know i don't give a damn what your preference is on however you want to live in life if it does not reproduce on this earth if it does not, if it, if, if it does not give off love, if it does not give off protection, if it does not take away pain, if it does not keep a smile, if it does not introduce joy, then guess what? Something's wrong. Yes. Simple, man. So it's so I'm, simple. I, I'm rejoicing, man, because it's like I never stop. 
I never stop. And like I told those kids out there the other day, I don't know who I saved today, but I remember this. I remember I wanted to introduce y'all to these sunsets because at 13 years old, when I was broke and I was out on the street and my mom looked at me and told me she couldn't feed me. When I walked outside, I asked God a question, Father, if I stay close to the sunsets, will I know your name deeper? Mm. And that's why me and sunsets get along so well. Because mm. I used to pray, Doc, in front of sunsets because my stomach was always cramped because I didn't have food, Doc. Mm. Yeah, man. So I want to introduce these babies back to sunsets. I want to introduce yeah. them to why the Bible, basic instructions before leaving Earth, is is relevant. You read all of these fiction stories and you watch it, all of these TV shows that's fiction and everybody is is, is 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 desensitizing what pain really feels like. But I got a new message for you. Sooner or later, sooner or later, who you are will be exposed. Mm. So either you helping or you hurting. But I guarantee you, you will be exposed. That's why I'm telling mm. you right now, I am strong enough, man enough, and powerful enough to stand in the middle of Pittsburgh and tell everybody in Pittsburgh, I absolutely love Ray Lewis. Now, I'm not going to lie, I want Pittsburgh to beat, I want the Steelers to beat the Ravens every time. But I'm going no, to promise you this. But I'm going to promise you this. I will stand <laughs> side by side with Ray through anything because the man he is, the man you are, Ray, what you talk about, like this is, this is what life is really genuinely about. This is talking about change on a micro and macro macro level. We're talking about change in every sense of the word. We need to help yeah. remove people from the pain and I really hope our listeners heard that today. How help yeah. remove people from the pain that they're experiencing. Yeah, man, and, and I know we're going to go because we always say 10 minutes, but we never get 10 minutes. <laughs> right now, we be quick. <laughs> but, but, but it's like it's like telling people exactly what you just said, Doc. It's like, you know what? Why as a country? Like, we protest and we do all of these different things for all of these different random acts of violence or whoever, right? So why don't we all get together and fight for our kids? Why don't we fight universally to put prayer back in schools? Why don't we fight for physical education to be put back in schools? Why don't we go in front of the government and look at them and say, no more building jails? Oh, I forgot so many Wealthy people are investing in private in private jails now. Mm. Wow, I guess that's the number one currency in the world now. Yeah, right. <laughs> that you that, that that mean you look online and you got people betting on crime. So people living in their house and they getting physical checks every day because they know people are are not educated enough to realize that guess what? I'm paying people's kids tuitions by my stupidity every time I hurt or commit a crime. Mm. Doc, oh my. Gosh, man, uh, man, look, I look. We got one chance at life. We got one chance at life, and I want, I want people to remember this. On a gravestone, there's a beginning date, and there's an end date, and neither one of those dates matter. Matters. The only thing that matters is the dash that's in between, because that's all you can ever be counted for. Yep. And that's all you would ever be judged by mm. is your dash. Mm. What did you do with your life the day you was born and the day your last breath left you? How would you be remembered? Why would you be remembered? Why would people look at you and want to inspire to be, but to chase you? Why do, well, I don't want to, I keep telling people, I don't want to be like, doc. 
I want people to look at that dash and say, I want to be a better individual because that person stood for something. Mm. Oh, Doc. We need to use these voices that we have and we need to use this power that we've been given and not man-given power. We need to use these things, Doc, to go get our country back because right now, I don't know if our kids really got a fair chance of the future. No, and you know, we talk week in, week out about uh, inspiration, motivation, and personal growth. And what you're talking about, what we're talking about, what tackling life is all about is inspirational freedom, motivational freedom, and psychological freedom. When we really have that kind of freedom, that's a whole different world right there. Whole different world. Mm-hmm. Look, I know we always get deep. We always say we're not going to get deep, but I know we <laughs> We always find a way to get deep. But listen, <laughs> it is fantastic. And all we can do with a lot of pain going on is keep praying. I'm telling you, just keep praying and keep your spirits high and pass out nothing but great energy. All right? Bless somebody this weekend. Not somebody that you owe or they owe you. Bless somebody that you don't even know because that's what we should be doing. Happy Fourth of July. Celebrate it with your families. Eat a lot of barbecue. Oh, Eat so much. Hey, and thank you to Steve Buzajewal or B- Steve B. Steve B. Thank you so much to Steve B for a great question. Yeah, see, that'll be personal if that was me and you, you messing up my damn name like that. Don't do that. <laughs> Have a great fourth, everybody. Doc, I appreciate you, man. Love you, bro. I love you, too. <laughs> thank right, you man. for downloading the Tackling Life podcast. For more Tackling Life content, go to tacklinglifepodcast.com. You'll find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get two all-new episodes automatically downloaded every week. When you visit the Tackling Life website, you'll find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. You can also call us at 646-762-4432. We might play your message on the show. That's 646-762-4432. Look, Ray's message today, which is to help remove people from the pain, even even if it's for a minute is so profound so we urge you we challenge you to go out and help remove people from the pain they're experienced if you like this episode please share it with a friend until next time for the legend ray lewis i'm dr christian conti peace out <laughs>